Player Profiler and our podcast network is super resource intensive, and we rely on premium subscriptions to the website playerprofiler.com to keep the engine running. Go there, sign up for our player rankings, Dynasty Deluxe, DFS package, or go all in. Those that subscribe are everything to us. The Dominator's back, folks. It is Billy Musi, your host, co-host with the Podfather today, and it is a Father's Day extravaganza. Just what every father wants to do today, we're going to draft. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm feeling great. I took my daughter. She's 12 years old. I took her driving for the first time. Ooh, scary. She's tall. She can reach the pedals, went to a parking lot, and wow, people that have never driven before have a hard time with the brake. <laughs> they really don't get it. I mean, my neck. If, if 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 at any point I start rubbing my neck today during the show, it's because it's it's strained. I'm I'm experiencing a neck strain. You know these football players. Every week there's someone that's dealing with a neck strain. I get it, man. I get the neck strain. Is she doing the double foot? No, no, no. no. She's all the right foot. Okay. Know, she tried with the left foot with the brake. I was like, no, 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 no. Right foot on the brake. Oh, big. You know, first rule of uh, driving club. Uh, all, all right feet, and then uh, and then just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the whole time. But it was a great Father's Day. We played basketball. We played horse. And uh, I was I, I was shooting terribly. She almost beat me. It was embarrassing. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you, you know, then we then we were driving. It was so it's been uh, it's been a great day. Great Father's Day. Yeah. So we are. I got us inside the queue. There's seven left to join. So if anyone's in here, if you want to draft with us, go ahead and join the underdog best ball mania for mm-hmm. right now. We got six people left, so there is room for some of the of the of those of you who are in the podcast to draft with us. Don't be sniping us; that's the rule. Can't snipe us. Promo but. code is Underworld. Promo code is Underworld. You get an instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. They double your deposit up to a hundred dollars. The promo code is Underworld. Support Underdog if you are you, you don't you know, maybe you've been like holding out this whole time. Everyone's on Underdog but you, and you're like, I'm not doing it. You know, it's the you know too, too many cool kids in there cranky right don't be cranky father's day do me a favor join underdog if you haven't already and there's a lot of money in this tournament there's 15 million dollars in prizes that's <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> underdog's doing great <laughs> just this goliath over here they're doing they're doing great three people to fill the draft so while we wait i'm gonna talk about this morning my wife let me sleep in i didn't wake up until like 10 i was up late last night working oh. on some stuff Good for you. Dude, it was awesome. Like, I haven't slept in like that. I don't know. You know how long. But it was, woke up at 10 this morning. Breakfast was made. Came downstairs. One of my favorite breakfasts is tostada with beans and a fried egg with bacon. It's so good. And homemade salsa. And I had that. My wife, of course, wants to know. So I know if I want cake. I'm like, it's 10 in the morning. I don't want cake. She's like, you sure you don't want cake? I'm like, do you want cake, honey? She's like, I do want cake. I'm like, no, let's at least wait till lunch. I can't eat cake. At 10 in the morning. Well, coffee cake. That's she, she was like, you know, pan dulce. Because, you know, she's. We can do, we can do coffee cake. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, no, make me a latte. We'll have an early lunch. I'll have a slice of cake at lunch. Oh, oh, oh I, I got I got a I got a mansion lifestyle hack for people. Do it. This this if it, it, a handful of mornings per week, a couple, three to four, two to three, two, <laughs> maybe one. Whatever your whatever your diet can support, this is a high calorie breakfast. I get it, right? Maybe this won't fit with your diet, but this I've found is absolutely delicious. Is if you you order fried rice, right? When you're ordering Chinese, order pork fried rice. Okay. Pork fried rice is important because that's kind of like bacon, right? So you get the pork <laughs> fried rice. I add pineapple to get the salty and the sweet. So I then I, I just reheat it. Right, you just reheat it in the morning, and then I put a fried egg on top. Uh, holy cow! Holy cow! With extra sriracha, so that's my that's that's a breakfast I've been enjoying lately. Is the good. pork fried rice with pineapple, fried egg on top, sriracha. Ship it. That sounds really good, actually. I love it. Yeah, I love it. All right, there's all these new layouts. Have you seen all these things? Like you can like move our screens now. There's so Ooh. many. 
Oh wait, that went away. No. Ooh. No, I'm failing here. Are we drafting? We're drafting. I'm I'm trying to figure out. There's all these different lay, layouts now. Let's let's get oh my god. I feel like I've never I swear to God I've never done this before. It feels like let's get this going. It's funny, like your background almost matches the, the, the of your actual studio with the virtual background. This is great. Where are we drafting? We're in the 12 hole. Oh, God. You love it. But I love it. There we go. This oh, look, look at that view. That view is not This bad. is not a bad view at all. This is no. great for this. I kind of like this view. Oh, this, this, this is a perfect view. See, if, let's see what these other ones look like. No, no, that one's not bad. I kind of like that one. What do you think about that one? No quarterbacks yet. No <laughs> quarter. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, this is good. You like, uh, I want to be bigger. That one? No, nah, I can't see. I can't read it. Okay. That there one? That's that's fine. Or you like this one, didn't you? I like them both. Okay. Switch Austin, Austin Eckler made it to the 12 hole. Let's take him. Oh, my God. How is this? I love drafting with you. I love this. Is what This is what Dave Hubbard must feel like. <laughs> we just get discounts. This guy knows we like Amon Ra. He stole him from us. So, for me, it's either lamb or it's either lamb or nick chubb honestly no it's lamb we just got eckler there we go i know but you could double it up you can lamb, go baby how does lamb make it here this is great lamb goes there all the time i know but i don't understand it i don't get it so eckler is interesting so this is back to the Bijan conversation right Bijan continues to go as rb2 rb3 in these drafts and i know we've talked about this left and right we're both off the rb2 Bijan train <laughs> RB2 Bijan. <laughs> There's a bunch of trains I'm off. Things start to get real interesting once we actually, like, if if Barkley actually sits, there's actually a path to where Bijan could be a top five RB now, right? Because, of course, there's uncertainty. But if Barkley plays, I think the chances of him inside the top five are, I, won't, I don't want to say slim and numb, but it's going to be an uphill battle, right? And so... I'm, I'll let people draft him all day before me, and I'll take the, the the discount on Austin Eckler like we just did, or take a double receiver build here. But I don't understand why Eckler is going so late in these drafts. He was, I love him, one of the few running backs over 300 points last year. They get in Kellen Moore. Offense is going to be just as high powered, if not more. He's got one more good year. Oh, the offense will be better because Herbert will be healthy. That's the thing, man. That's the thing. I mean, he barely crested 200 rush attempts last year. So just two seasons, 2021, 2022, with 200 plus rush attempts. Before that, his highest was 132 carries. This is a lightly used race car at age 28. What are we talking about here? Yeah, it's I don't I don't I really don't understand. I mean, I get I get why an underdog, right? It's three wide receivers. So people go wide receiver heavy, but still. 12 hole for me is an easy steal. So let's what read if off. I told you, what if I told, what if I was a big Bijan Stan, right? <laughs> and I was like, uh, let's make a bet, Billy. Let's make a bet. Uh, you know, one running back against another. Bijan Robinson versus Nick Chubb. What is the case for Bijan over Nick Chubb? Even in PPR, the case is what? That he's going to catch more? A, a much better receiver than Nick Chubb. There's That's no the evidence of that. There's no evidence of that. The evidence that we have is that Nick Chubb is the best runner in the league and that the Browns' offense will be prolific this year. That's what we know at this point. We also know that there's a couple other pass catchers in the Atlanta passing game that everybody in Dynasty loves mm -hmm. and that there's absolutely no way that the quarterbacks in Atlanta can feed all three and there's no way that Atlanta is going to be, you know, inside the top 20 in points per game among NFL teams. And I have not yet seen B. John Robinson take an NFL carry. All these things stack up and it's like, what are we talking about? How is this possible that in this draft, Nick Chubb goes mid second round, B. John goes late first. This is just people that want to draft a rookie because they're exciting and never had this guy on their fantasy team. And they've had Nick Chubb on their fantasy team for years. And they're just looking for something new and fun and different. Let's read off the first and second round for the audio listeners before we pick here in round three. So we got Justin Jefferson goes to the one hole, Jamar Chase, Travis Kelsey, Christian McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, A.J. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Stephon Diggs. That's an interesting discussion. Bijan Robinson, Amon Ross St. Brown, Austin Eckler to us in the 12 hole. 
We go 12-1 to C.D. Lamb. Then Devontae Adams goes after that. Saquon Barkley, Jalen Waddle, Nick Chubb, Pat Mahomes, the first quarterback off the board. Then it goes Tony Pollard, Jonathan Taylor, Debo Samuel, Chris Alave, Devonta Smith, and T. Higgins. Any surprises in the first two rounds for you? What do you think of T. Higgins there at the end of the second round? Is that too early? I don't mind it. You don't mind it? Okay. Then there's yeah. not really any surprises. No, I think, you know, when we have these three wide receiver leagues, like like underdog is, we see the wide receivers get pushed up, right? And so yeah. that's why that's why we saw so many go around one. That's why we see so many go around two. Um, you have teams like the guy in the 10 hole that just continues to take the discount at running back and will, will hammer, hammer running back until um, he's comfortable, and then he'll take his receivers. But I, I typically like to go a more balanced approach here. Uh, Start also, three running backs. Three I mean, receiver. They, I mean, no, th oh. there's a guy that's starting three running backs, the guy in the 10 hole. He went Bijan, Saquon Barkley, Jameer Gibbs. Yep. Yep. I've done so it. That's too. hyper fragile. He's clearly setting up a hyper fragile roster where he's just going to probably stick with these three running backs. All right. And, we got 12 seconds around the clock. Go ahead. Chris, Christian Watson for me, Najee Harris. Yes. Christian Watson, please. I like Christian Watson. How about Najee? Do you want to just, you're going, we're going balanced or do you want to go back to, to receiver? I'm fine going either way. I like Najee this year. Um, the other receiver would be Hopkins or Judy for me. I'm kind of out on Cooper this year. Okay, let's uh, – uh, God, I, I like Cooper, but uh, let's go Judy here. Okay, I'm good with Judy here. Yeah, we got to go Judy here. Judy's teed up, man. All right, now we got to start looking at any correlation that we have. So we have one Charger. Chargers got their shootout schedule. Let's see here. We got Vegas, Buffalo, Denver. So now we actually have our Week 17 correlation between Eckler and Judy. Green Bay's schedule has Tampa Bay, Carolina, Minnesota, so no correlation there. And then the Dallas Cowboys have Buffalo, Miami, Detroit. So keep that in mind. Looks like we might, we might be leaning into Denver and the Chargers in this build. I love it. I absolutely love it. So we're, we are drafting Russell Wilson. By taking Judy here, this locks us into Russell Wilson. It does. Yeah. Yep. Theo's in the chat. Theo says the wide receiver gets wrecked on underdog very quickly. That's right. That's right. We have to adjust based on ADP. We know that wide receiver gets pushed up. You can either cry about it or you could just adjust and play the market. And that's what we're doing. And we're drafting wide receiver. I've never liked Jerry Judy going all the way back to his time at Alabama. But he was both an air yards contributor and a yak contributor last year and the whole team was incredibly unlucky it was the least fortunate offense in the nfl and after nathaniel hackett left denver russell wilson posted two top five weeks so we are all in here on the judy wilson stack the question is because we're at the the turn how high are we willing to pick Russell Wilson? That's going to be a big question that's coming up in the next few rounds. Yeah, we'll have to see what this room does, right? Every room kind of dictates when we're going to take that quarterback because some rooms push them up, some rooms won't. Um, people get kind of crazy. I see people take three quarterbacks before I even have my first one sometimes. Yeah, I, well, this is the perfect quarterback for us, though. You don't <laughs> like drafting quarterback early, no. and I love Russell Wilson, and I love him this year in particular. He's the best value he's ever been and probably ever will be. So that's that I'm willing to go at least around or no, at, at most around ahead of ADP to get Russell Wilson because only because we're on the turn. Yeah, this was a debate that uh, Theo and I had inside the rankings as of late. It was Cortland Sutton, who I'm higher on this year. I'm higher on Denver in general just because of the How could you not be new improved offense, right? Peyton's over here. I think we'll get the most out of Russell Wilson. Lombardi comes over as the OC. We've seen the X receiver in his previous offenses have career years michael thomas then he goes over to the chargers and big mike has his career year and so we can expect somebody in this offense to have a career year i think i mean it could be judy and sutton honestly just because how they want to utilize both these receivers and not to mention javante williams is missing time most likely in the beginning of the season at least limited who in my opinion that means they're going to throw the ball more in the beginning of the season and so we might see a pretty heavy pass attack offense from Denver to start the season off and then they maybe start kind of riling it back as the running backs kind of get back into the swing of things when are you looking to pick quarterback it's just one of those things you just got to feel it I don't know I just it's just 
it's just like it's like voodoo. You know, you just gotta feel it. It's got it's gotta be right. Okay. Well, so just so just so the audience knows, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Justin Fields all went fourth round, and Trevor Lawrence was just selected with the 56th pick in the fifth round. So yeah, at, at this point, I think it's still a little bit early for quarterback. Would you agree? We're not going quarterback this round, or you want to add a quarterback into this, this double tap? I mean, it would be Dak, right? We're looking at Dak. I mean, if Herbert makes it, I'd take Herbert here. I mean, it goes with Eckler. I, I, I can't believe I keep seeing people take Trevor Lawrence. I can understand it. I mean, there's a, there's a real case to be made for Trevor Lawrence ahead of Herbert, but I like Herbert more. Than I think Trevor that Lawrence. we'd be fortunate to get Herbert here. I, I prefer Dak Wilson, and I think Wilson is good enough that we oh, can hey, just he made it. Hey, let's go. <laughs> All right, we got our stack. Oh, man. All right, now I think it's that's it's fun. Still receiver for me here. Marquise Brown's interesting with no Jordan Hopkins. That opens up about 22% of the target share. I know the offense is bad, but that might benefit him in the passing game. Mike Evans is still interesting. They're already talking about extensions. And mm. so. Wasn't last year the, the year to have Evans in, in, the, in the last week of the season? Mm-hmm. Eileen Mark Brown. I, Brown? Okay, sadly, Brown. Good. Yeah. Marquise Brown. It, you know, you know, one of the things that I invented, one of the many things, uh, in addition to uh, playerprofiler.com. <laughs> <laughs> that little site. <laughs> the law of the conservation of targets. This is a target conservation play only. I don't care who the quarterback is. I don't care that. Marquise Brown is weak at the catch point. I, I do not care. None of that matters. He's the number one. And in a start three receiver best ball league, the idea that you can get a splash play specialist, number one receiver at this point, beginning of the sixth round, you have to make that pick. This is going to be like a 40 minute. This this thing is flying. We're already, we're already in the middle of round six. I mean, a short show, short show, <laughs> short Sunday evening show. It's it's great. It's great. Uh, I I'm I'm rooting for this to be fast because my family is watching the other guys. <laughs> Another mansion lifestyle hack. Two mansion lifestyle hacks. Watch the other guys, and if you've already watched it, watch it again and what watch the, it again. What the hell is other guys? The other guys. It's a, he, he's driving a cocaine covered car. Okay, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's it's one of, if not. One of, for sure, the most underrated comedies of all time. I'll check it out. Yeah. All right. Let's let's read off the board for the audio listeners. So we, we went through round two. Round three starts Jalen Hurts, Derek Henry, Josh Allen, Keenan Allen, Ramondre Stevenson, Mark Andrews, Brees Hall, Calvin Ridley, Josh Jacobs, Jameer Gibbs, DK Metcalf, Christian Watson. That was to us in the 12 hole. Jerry Judy, we kick off on the beginning of the, four, of the round four at 4-1. Then it goes Lamar Jackson, Amari Cooper, Joe Burrow. DeAndre Hopkins, Najee Harris, Justin Fields, Travis Etienne, Joe Mixon, Brandon Ayuk, Terry McLaurin, Drake London. Let's stop there at four. Let's discuss rounds three and four only. Is there anybody in these rounds that you think is going too low based upon their ADP and, and what you think their output is going to be in 2023? And who's going too high in those two rounds? By the way, how about Joe Mixon make it into the fourth round? Look at that correction. Yeah. You got to love that correction. So Joe Mixon finally back in the fourth round where he belongs. That's exactly where he belongs. Right in the Najee Harris, Travis Etienne zone. It's where he should have been all along. I love that Amari Cooper is getting pushed up next to Jerry Judy. That makes perfect sense to me. Amari, I don't know why you're out on Amari Cooper. Uh, I'm in on the Browns offense for all the reasons. I love Nick Chubb, and I would take a bet that Nick Chubb would outscore B. John Robinson, even in PPR. Yes, even in PPR. And anyone drafting Drake effing London in the fourth round is insane. So that's the, that's the player that's being pushed up to a place that I don't understand. It's also going to be hard for Ayuk to pay off there, given the quarterback situation and the fact that Debo and George Kittle are there. We talk about target conservation. That's reverse target conservation. That's, that's uh, target depletion for Brandon Ayuk, though he is phenomenal. I love his footwork. I love his instincts. He's very strong at the catch point. He's actually very different than, than Jerry Judy. They have a similar body type, but very different games. Um, and it's, it's, it's just fascinating to see those, th those two players. I think that Ayuk will end up with a more productive career, but that this year 
it's all about Jerry Judy based on the fact that he is number one as opposed to number three in the the, the target hierarchy and that there's going to be more passing with a better quarterback this year in Denver. Yeah, a few for me. I mean, I have talked about Ridley enough, so I'm not going to get too much into it, but Ridley going ahead of DK Metcalf and Christian Watson just seems <laughs> wrong to me. Um, I mean, you can even talk about him going ahead of Judy and Amari Cooper as well. No, he shouldn't. He shouldn't, shouldn't go ahead of any of those yeah. guys. It doesn't make any sense. We're about We're, to pick. We're about to pick, dude. Yeah, let's let's let's, let's head over there. Um, there's a lot of running backs here. I like actually. I love one, the two, running backs here. So right now we have one running back, one, two, three, four wide receivers. We have a quarterback. Swift was a name I was considering. There he's gone now. I like Dalvin Cook. I like Rashad White. Can we pick uh, Rashad White, please? Yeah, we can pick Rashad. This White. is That's a Rashad White pick all the way. Actually, you know what we're gonna do? Who else do we want? I want to. I want to drag his ADP down one pick, just because we can. Yes, we please. Yes, this is this is. I love the attention to detail here. Do we need? We want to go Cortland Sutton to stack with Judy and uh, potentially. What about Jay? Oh man, Dalvin yeah, Cook. Though I like I like Dalvin Cook here more. Okay, oh, let's double tap. Oh my god! No, I did it. No, what? Oh god! I got no. <laughs> I thought I had the cue. Really. <laughs> Billy. Okay, we got Gabe Davis. <laughs> that's not the worst thing. I mean, that's pretty bad. There's like five names I like there more. It's not <laughs> the worst. It's it's pretty bad. <laughs> oh my god, Gabriel Davis. I got a weak timed it. out. God, that was such a rookie move. <laughs> oh my god we timed out and got gabe davis and then rashad white boo <laughs> now we're not gonna get Cortland sutton god damn it just, no we we're not gonna taken get... sutton we should have taken adp yeah it's sutton I why did thinking... we overthink it i thought i had him in the queue i thought we were good oh shit now i'm trying to see if we have any correlation i with do Buffalo. not like having a bad receiver on the team <laughs> having bad receivers is not cool man no, it's you might. Oh well, uh, Gabe Davis isn't a isn't a, any any worse than Cortland Sutton. Actually, no, Cortland Sutton had an eleven hundred yard season with Drew Locke, so he's <laughs> officially not bad. He's inconsistent. Oh man, he's been disappointing. Do we have any correlation here with Buffalo? What is where's Buffalo schedule? Buffalo, oh, that sucks. This, <laughs> this hey week sixteen correlation. It worked out with who? <laughs> with the Chargers. Oh, f- thank God. Okay. <laughs> That's actually really good. All right. We got it. would have been so much better to have like Shakir or Dawson Knox or something. But yeah, oh take well. Sutton and then take Shakir and Knox later. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. But that would have been way better. But I'm trying uh, to think of any excuse that we can to really like our auto pick here. Yeah, it's not um, good. It's not good. But if you look at his week one last year, right? This is this is this is the glass he is a best hole. ball receiver. Yeah, that's that's the point. He is a best ball receiver. He's not a player I'd ever trust to put in my starting lineup. Gross. He had a he had a touchdown and 88 receiving yards in week one. Then he hurt his ankle and he kind of fell off the cliff all year. Maybe we can chop it up to an ankle injury. Oh, I, I'm looking at the it's very I'm efficient. Look, I'm trying he's to look at the not quite Josh Palmer here. level bad, but he's pretty bad. He's he's a great fourth receiver. Any any NFL team would be happy to have Gabriel Davis as a number four receiver. Any higher than that, and it's suboptimal. All right, let's let's throw the board back up. I'll I'll read it off. Well, at least he's our fifth receiver. Yeah, we're we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> that it's it's I, I've I've seen worse. I'm gonna laugh. This team wins two million dollars. I've seen I've seen Davis. worse teams. Uh, is we starting with round six to read it off? Uh, I think round five. Recap. Okay. To recap, uh, round five, pick forty nine. It was Kenneth Walker, Mike Williams, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, Christian Kirk, Aaron Jones, Deontay Johnson, Trevor Lawrence, Michael Pittman, TJ Hawkinson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Justin Herbert to us, Marquise Brown to us, then Dobbins, Addison, Lockett, Damian Pierce, Kadarius Tony, Alexander Madison, George Kittle, Miles Sanders, Traylon Burks, Mike Evans, Dallas Goddard, back around, Cam Akers, good value there, Jahan Dotson, Quentin Johnson, bust. Kyle Pitts, value. Pickens, Pacheco, Deshaun Watson, Elijah Moore, reach. Brandon Cooks, <laughs> Darren Waller, DeAndre Swift, incredible value. Gabe Davis, auto pick. Rashad White, awesome pick. Dalvin Cook, we should have him. Rashad Bateman, <laughs> Javante Williams, David Montgomery, Jamison Williams, Michael Thomas, dust. 
James Conner, dust, Alvin Kamara, dust, Zay Flowers, hope and a prayer, Evan Ingram, Cortland Sutton, God damn it, Snipe City, Njoku, James Cook, good luck with that, Anthony Richardson, that's fun, Odell Beckham, yay, Juju, good luck, Alan Lazard, Pat Fryermuth, and it's back to us in about four picks. This thing is going fast. This is underdog, baby. This is why it's so fun. Why did you draft Gabe Davis there? What the hell? I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> I don't quite get it. It was a mistake. You know what that's called? It's called a mistake. It's, it's called, called a mistake. a mistake. At least it was a receiver. Right? Yes. At least it wasn't a quarterback and, 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 and blow us up. Are we just going Russell Wilson here or is it too early? Um, I, I think we could. It's fine. He's not coming back to us. This, this is the thing about the tips, right? When you're on the tips, like you can take the player you want, double tap, because you know he's not coming back to you. So we'll we'll take him with the second pick. First pick, oh man, we could take P Ryan to stack. I think we take P Ryan to stack it. I think we got to go back to running back here. Yeah, let's take P Ryan. We'll stack it with Wilson. Well, P Ryan's a great value here. Yeah, P Ryan and then Russell Wilson. It gets us our stack. We're done at quarterback. We have Herbert and Wilson. They That's got all you need. Russell get- Wilson is absolutely qualified as a second quarterback, and you don't have to go for their third. And it gets us our week 17 correlation stack with Eckler and Herbert. So we're week 17 stacked. We're auto draft Gabe Davis stack for week 15. <laughs> or is it week 15 or 16? I think it was week 16. Week 16. Yeah. So we got, we really 16. need the chargers to come through as the, as the, <clears throat> the core of this. And does this mean we also need to draft Josh Palmer later or Gerald Everett? I think we got to go Gerald Everett. Don't we uh, both please. I, I like think we both. need them both. Yeah, I would love to. Oh, my God. This is it. Fuck. Can you believe that we are actually going to have a team with the two worst starting receivers in the league that we've seen recently, which is Gabriel Davis and Josh Palmer? I can't believe you're going to tell me with a straight face. We have a Palmer Davis team and that we're not unhappy with it. (laughs) No, there's volume on the Chargers offense. Palmer's still going to see, you know, 70 to 80 targets. I know. Trust me. I'm not, I'm not against it. I just think it's hilarious that we technically Gabe Davis is still the number two in the offense. Technically, technically until he's not (laughs) technically. What about, okay. What about drafting Shakir? I like taking Shakir late with Davis though. Even if we don't have Josh Allen strategically, you think that's okay. Yeah, that's 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 strategically fine. You just want a piece of the offense, what it is, right? So that that's if if Stephon Diggs is a high ankle sprain near the end of the season, then we're we're cashing big big tickets. I mean, and the other question is, you know, Deontay Hardy. I mean, I kind of like Hardy too because yeah, uh, he's he's definitely flashed. Oh, look how late Gibson went. Um, we we oh my god, are you sure we shouldn't have gone Gibson? So it's interesting because they're now talk Eric Bieniemy and the commanders are talking about wanting to possibly add Hunt because of their days in Kansas City together. If Hunt lands in Washington, it's going to absolutely destroy Gibson. It's going to also hurt Brian Robinson. I already own enough Gibson. I'm cooling that now until the dust either settles or we have a, a clearer picture. What? So also, how do you feel about us not having Dak? I'm fine with it. We don't need him. We only have Lamb. But we we chose to go Herbert Week 17 stack with Denver instead. Uh, well, no, we chose Russell Wilson over Dak, which is fine. I'm okay with it. It made more sense for the team. There was no correlation with Dallas, right? We had no. We would have had Week 15 Buffalo, and that's it. Miami Detroit is their shootout schedule. Wow. In a vacuum, though, you know Dak is the play. If I was going just one for one. Yes, Dak is probably going to outscore Russell Wilson. Although I would not be surprised if Russell Wilson outscored him at the end of the year. I have him what inside the rankings. Let's pull it up. No, I wouldn't be surprised either. Is Russell freaking Wilson, man? A perennial top five quarterback in fantasy. So inside the underdog rankings, I have. They're separated by, let's actually go to the projections because this the projections doesn't consider ADP. So just one second. I just can't believe in this draft that A, Dak Prescott went after Anthony Richardson, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, and Russell Wilson. That's wild to me, but that's also a that's a that's a function of the fact that the team with Lamb passed on him. Dak Prescott, I projected for three hundred eight point six fantasy points. Russell Wilson, three hundred seven point three. So I literally a point and a half difference. Wow. 
Wow. And yeah, then it came down to the correlation. It came down, especially week 17 correlation. That's what it came down to. That's why people tune in. This is interesting. That is fascinating. What position are we trying to focus on? Is it time to go tight end? Yeah, I think we can start considering tight end. We also probably need to look at another running back. This is where we start getting flexible in the draft because we need to consider correlation, but we also have holes to fill. Too early for Everett? Um, yeah, a little early for Everett. I think we go Dulcich for the, the, for the stack. Oh, yeah. Hammer so Dulc- Dulcich here. Dulcich is one of them. Oh, baby. <clears throat> and then, honestly... I like Darnell Mooney just as the player or Rondell Moore. That's too much Cardinals. No, let's take Everett. Let's just reach on him a little bit. Yes. It's the correlation. Now we're, we're we're pretty much done at tight end now too. So that, that gave us a deeper correlation for week 17. We continued in on the Denver. We've got to be one of the most all in on a correlated game stack for week 17. Oh, you should see this team I did with, um, Bengals in Kansas City. Like the entire roster was Bengals in Kansas City. Oh, congrats, man. I Some mean, of these drafts you do, I just don't understand how it's possible. You do enough of them, shit falls your way. It's crazy. Where, where, did you did you talk to the to the people about <laughs> no, not yet. About the, the combination of wide receivers you got recently that no one's ever gotten? Yeah. So we're in a I was in an FFPC best ball draft yesterday with with Dave Hubbard, my draft partner, and we get Cooper Cup at the the eight hole, and mm. then coming back around in round two, Stefan Diggs falls to us. Oh come on! See, this is the thing. The cup of the eight hole wasn't bad enough. <laughs> Diggs went. Where did he go in this draft? He went at the one hundred and nine. Yeah, it's three receivers though. I mean, it's the only difference. But Diggs—that's the only Cooper Cup and Stefan Diggs team in the tournament at FFPC. Of course, it is. There's only two in the in the fantasy pros contest. The three fifty over there now. So it's only the third time it's happened all year. Yeah. So and by the way, just a quick point about why i didn't want rondell Moore. it's one thing if you think that a, a offense is going to exceed expectations this year and potentially be prolific and you can stack it up you should not be looking to stack the t- bottom five offenses with the bottom five offenses you just want to pick a winner you want to pick the, the one player that you think is going to hog the targets could you know be the the siphon in a situation especially when there's a bad quarterback and they're just zeroing in on their number one receiver, that's a good example. Hey, just go with the number one receiver. Don't worry about the other receivers. So with the Cardinals, we have Marquise Brown. So we're not going to be considering Rondale Moore. We're not going to be considering uh, Trey McBride. We're not going to be considering Michael Wilson. No way. No way. I'll dabble uh, uh, for target conservation purposes, but that's it. Right, Mooney went, damn it. Mooney was an incredible value here. Let's walk through our builds so we can start prepping for the next pick already because it's been flying. So we have one, two, three running backs. We got Eckler, Rashad White, and P. Ryan. Perfect. Uh, Eckler and P. Ryan, like we said, stack week 17 with, with that correlation. We have one, two, three, four, five receivers. So we need to attack receiver a little bit more. And then we have both our quarterbacks, both our tight ends. So the remainder of the draft for us is running back and wide receiver, most likely. This and is about as fringy of a two tight end build as you're allowed to do. Yeah, I agree with that. And be and and no, you're allowed to do whatever you want. But in terms of being reasonable, a reasonable fantasy gamer would not be. This is the reason why we had to reach on Everett here. It was not just the correlation. It was after Everett. You don't feel comfortable. Maybe Schultz. I like maybe. Schultz too. But I just don't. I just don't. And with a rookie quarterback and all the things we talked about with these bad teams, now you're exposed to Houston and Arizona. It's not It's not a good scene. So I think that it was imperative we get Everett. If we didn't draft Everett there, that meant we have to draft two more tight ends. So we actually freed up an entire roster spot for a different position by going Everett there with a technical, in quotes, reach. Yeah, I think the only other person I would have felt comfortable with is Schultz or or possibly Chigo. Chigo would be a good one. Chigo would be a good one. But even still, though, even still, the the offense you're not sure. Yeah, is there's questions. Be, is is going to have enough volume to support him? There's a lot of questions there. Who the quarterback is going to be? It's a it's Chig is a little fringier. Higby's interesting too because he's technically probably the number two option in the passing See, game this year. Higby is actually less fringy. The upside's not there like it is for Chig, but. He's the one you could make an argument for. Yeah. I would feel more comfortable with Higby than Schultz. 
if I had to pick I a number so two too. tight end. Higby's interesting this year because of that. Oh, I mean, he probably is number two. I mean, they got Tutu Atwell. They got Puka Nakua. Um, oh, come on. Uh, there's there's not a lot there. We're on the, we're, we're on the we're, clock. We're on the clock. I kind of like Singletary here. Okay. We need a running back. I mean, fine. Go ahead. Or do we want to take a third? I don't think we need a third tight end. No, we don't need a third tight end. Okay. Let's go. Let's Whatever go running back is, is, is your preference, I'm going to go with. And we need a receiver now. Okay. It's either DJ Chark. Or it's Rashid Shahid, probably for me. I, I'm kind of, I don't really want to take Mims, but we could take Mims. I don't really want Mims. Mims is a little bit overboard with the Or Jaden Reed. Uh, please don't do any of that. Take the veteran. Okay, let's take DJ Chark then. Yes, please. Okay. I like Jaden Reed, though. He's working, he's, he's operating out of the slot as a starter right now. Okay, agree but we already, see, I don't love that because now we've got, we've got Christian Watson in what could be a low volume run first offense with Jordan Love. And now again, we're betting against, in some ways, betting against Christian Watson. Yeah, if the offense be. is prolific enough to carry two, three receivers, that's fine. But when the when we're not sure that the offense is going to be prolific enough, you start risking betting against yourself by stacking receivers when you don't have the quarterback. So I don't, I actually don't want to go Jaden Reed there. Maybe there's some study that's been done, some article that's been written that refutes what I've said. And I'm happy to read it. Anyone can put it in the comments. Put it in the comments below. Email me, podfather at rotounderworld.com. On Twitter, at fantasy underscore mansion. Let me know. But I would rather go with a target conservation again with who is, you know, technically the number one receiver for Bryce Young. Yeah, we've seen him be a deep threat. He's He definitely could still be that deep threat here for Carolina. We are expecting them to trail in games so we're expecting them to throw a little bit more all the receivers we've drafted since judy are all best ball receivers it's brown it's gabe davis it's dj chark i mean we're leaning into the volatility leaning in hard so now we have one two three four five six receivers one two three four running backs we're done at quarterback more than likely done at tight end are we done at running back no we're not done at running back we need at least one more with this with this group at Probably two. Okay. We could probably go two running backs, two receivers here. That would finish with a six. Was a six and eight build? Yeah, six and eight. That would be that would be two six eight two, which which I'm good with. Can we get an update on the team ten who started the draft with three running backs and decided mm. not to go hyper fragile? Ended up drafting Devon A chain and then handcuffing Bijan in a tournament. In a tournament, handcuffing his running back with Tyler Algier. Yeah, so goes Bijan, Saquon, Jameer Gibbs, Amari, Hawkinson, Addison, Waller. Double taps. It pretty much sort of takes two high-end tight ends. He gets Bateman, Daniel Jones, Devon A-Chain, Van Jefferson, Tyler Algier, KJ Osborne, and Rashid Shahid. You know, though, the receivers that he chose for taking him later are receivers that I like. Like, I like the upside of Van Jefferson. Yeah, KJ Osborne's probably still going to see 80 targets. Rashid Shahid is interesting now, especially with the news with the Lave with the tendonitis in his Achilles. Did you see that? That's kind of that sucks. But Rashid Shahid could become interesting if that is a, li- a lingering whoa. thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Olave went second round here. He has tendonitis. They're saying tendonitis in the Achilles is, I think, is what it was. Oh my! Gotta put my. I got to put my doctor glasses on if we're going to be talking about that. <laughs> oh, what? That's terrible. Yeah. So I hate can... that word. Tendonitis is one of the worst words in the English language. Oh, any itis is bad, but tendonitis. Oof. Yeah. Three days ago, Chris Olave is reportedly dealing with some Achilles tendonitis. This is likely nothing, but he should rest one to two weeks to make sure. Are you? But it's I, nothing. I own a lot of Olave. So Me I'm not. Me too. I'm not, I'm not looking for This is terrible. It's, I mean, it's bad enough he has Derek Carr at quarterback. <laughs> it's bad enough his Michael Thomas that potentially competing with targets with him, like a, the, the dust ball of Michael Thomas. This is not good. This is bad enough he plays in the NFC South. Mm-hmm. God, am I out on Olave all of a sudden? I just talked myself out of Olave forever. I'm still going to own him. I'm just going to. I'm going to just no cool way. the Jets. But please, no tendonitis. Let's yeah. check back in in a couple months, please. I don't want to see that word, the T word. I don't want to see it. All right, we're coming up again. We got four more picks. There goes Jaden Reed. Oh, we almost got Jaden Reed, dude. 
Yeah, Jimmy mm. almost made it back. That was that would have been nice. Mims still available now. Now are we considering Mims. This is a hyper stack if we go Mims. Yeah, I'd consider Mims at this point. I think it's a mega stack with Mims. I kind of love it. One sixty three is his ADP. Where are we at? Round fifteen. So fifteen times twelve. This is like this is like pick one eighty. We're getting him way past ADP. He's not. Someone's gonna pick him right here. We're we're yeah, not gonna get him. One eighty is. You did that math in your head quick. Holy crap. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Listen, freaking Rain Man over here. How many listen, man, are on the ground? I, I, the last thing that I'm going to do <laughs> or I, that I ever need to do for the rest of my life is give my intellectual bona fides. OK, I'm going to make right. it executive. We, I already know you want this pick, so I'm just going to take it. Just take go. him. Take the guy. Hey, yeah. Shakir Mims. Look at this is a this is cool. This is cool. This. Wow. Mega. Mega. I mean, I, then now my question is, is anyone towing more Chargers game stack companions with them into this tournament? Oh, we're not done. We're not done. Because this is this is significant. Let's count the, the, the Chargers companions that we're bringing into this into the shootout. I mean, okay. it's almost every player we've drafted. We have Eckler Herbert. OK, yeah. Then we had Judy. Judy. Three P Ryan P Ryan Wilson Wilson Dulcich Dulcich Everett Everett Mims eight Mims watch that Sh- game be like seven Shakir. to three. No, don't forget about Shakir and Davis. That's, that's Buffalo. That's week fifteen. That's different. I, that's what I said in the shootout. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Think okay. about it. Gotcha. Week gotcha. Week fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It Who do the Chargers <laughs> play in week sixteen? Chargers week sixteen have. So fifteen. So six. So fifteen is Vegas. Sixteen is Buffalo. Seventeen is Denver. Chargers. Oh my God! We got week sixteen and seventeen. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. This is insane. <laughs> this is this is incredible. If only, I love this. If I love this. Do you want to try to get a? Is there any Raiders we can get just for just for posterity? No. Uh, Renfro, I guess. Nah. Ugh, gross. No. Renfro was disgusting. No, we're not doing Michael Mayer either. We're not doing. Is Mayer available? No, he's yeah, not he's, yeah, he's still there. He's he's down deeper. Mayer's interesting, but uh, we're we're good at tight end. We're we're, we're totally good. Oh, we, don't we need another running back though? Yeah, we need at least one running back. I think we can get away with five on this team. I think we can too. I think Singletary will be involved enough. We can get away with it. And I'm not even sure how many games Javante Williams plays this year. That's the that's the kicker. They're saying he's ahead of schedule. With I just think it's just. A crock of shit. I don't think he's ahead of schedule. I mean, They're all ahead of schedule, Billy. This is what I try to tell people. This is what I try to tell people. Especially, you know what it is? It's it's you get reminded about this when you have young analysts. And I'm talking to young analysts and they'll tell me stuff like that's reported in the media as yeah. fact. They're like, well, this is true. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Oh, that's so cute that you think. Oh, you think because the coach said it? Oh, you think because the beat reporter? Oh, you think that is so cute? Look at you. I just want to squeeze their cheeks. You know, it's like none of these people are ahead of schedule. You understand? None of them are playing week one. Get the hell out of here. It's a it's a long it's a it's a long uphill battle coming back from an ACL injury in the NFL. And to come back in less than a year in a position that you have to make cuts and plant and burst, it's 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 not going to be an easy task. And I and although an these yeah, and an MCL on top of it for him, but like like Brees Hall, for instance, right? It's like yes, Brees he's Hall? running, yes, he's running and he hit 22 miles an hour on a straight line, but what does the lateral agility look like? And I love Brees Hall, and I think he's gonna be way more ahead of schedule than Javante Williams, but it's still a concern. It absolutely is. Which running backs are you considering here? He's in the queue. I don't want to mention his name. You don't want to mention his name because Gainwell has been drafted. Dwayne McBride yeah. and Chandler. Dwayne McBride and Chandler went back to back, which I find fascinating. And it makes me more and more impressed with underdog drafters. Chase Brown went woof. Most dirt's gone. Yeah, I like Chase Brown. I know you do. You're you're on the wrong side of the majority of player profiler. Man, did you see, though? They're they're already talking about Mixon needing to realign his contract. If that doesn't go as planned for it's Mixon, it's going to go as planned. I don't, don't know. Worry. There's nobody. Else. Look how much in, how look how involved Smaji Piran was last year. Somebody I else know. is going to be involved. Someone else will be involved. Chris you want to you want to pick Chris Evans here? 
No, absolutely not. It's Chase Brown. Okay, well, Chris Evans is better at football than Chase Brown. Oh, I'll be your bet. I'll be. I'll bet against that. Yeah, fine. <laughs> no problem. What about Chase Edmonds? No, I was. I like so. I like. I like two people here. We got to lean into the stack on one of them. Oh yeah. Yep. Lean into the stack on one of them, and the oh, other one. Oh, is I like, know who it is. Oh yes, please get the guy. I think you're going to draft. Yes, it is. Oh my God, please. He's one of my favorite running backs. What a, what a, he, he's a sweetheart. The this guy who's going to draft. Out. Is a oh, sweetheart. we're good. Okay, so we got Josh Palmer. Yeah. And then we got Kareem Hunt. Oh, wait, Kareem Hunt's still available? Yeah, he goes so late over here. That's oh, my God. And once he signs, what if, if, if he signs tomorrow, he probably goes in that round 13 range. 14. I can't believe we got to Kareem. This is crazy. I thought you were going to say Joshua Kelly. No, no. no. Hunt makes it to like 17, 18 every draft. No, I didn't know. I didn't know we had. I thought you were going to go Palmer Kelly. That would have been interesting. But again, no I'd need much- for that. We're not handcuffing. That would be crazy. We don't handcuff. If if Eckler gets injured, this team's dead. Stack this, this is a massive tournament. If, <laughs> if something happens to Eckler, we are dead. So... There's no absolutely no reason to draft Joshua Kelly that make any sense. Let's 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 read down the team for all the all the audio listeners. So we start round one. We get Austin Eckler in the 12 hole. We come back at 2-1 and take CeeDee Lamb. 3-12. We take Christian Watson, 4-1, Jerry Judy. 5-12, we get Justin Herbert. And then 6-1, we get Marquise Brown. We come back around 7-12 and auto draft Gabe Davis. And then we get Rashad. Which turned out fine. It's turned out okay. Which we get turned out fine. Eight one. We get Rashad White. You want to read the the the, the second half? That's right. That's right. So uh, Samaj P Ryan was next. It came all the way back around to us. Still got Samaj P Ryan. That was at the uh, nine twelve, and then at ten oh one, Russell Wilson, and we have Greg Dulcich. And Gerald Everett double tapped it on the next turn, which was I thought that was a genius move. That was a genius. Oh, that was yeah. no, that's a Billy move. That was a Billy special. <laughs> Dulcich Everett on on the turn there. Came back around. Best running back available with Devin Singletary. My guy DJ Chark, ultimate uh, late round best ball receiver. And then uh, they uh, gifted us Marvin Mims two rounds post ADP to uh, bolster our mega stack of Broncos. Broncos mega value stack incredible also now week 16 chargers correlation with the bills we added shakir to go with gabriel davis we backed into that we had no idea what we were doing we auto drafted and it turned out great bolster our Chargers stack even more with uh, at least one receiver if you're gonna have justin herbert you gotta have at least one receiver so we, we we snuck in josh palmer at the very end and then somehow kareem hunt available and we we did it. We we have the first good fantasy team with both Gabriel Davis and Joshua Palmer. <laughs> oh man, that was a quick draft. We we hustled through that thing. I think that's the show. I think I think we I think we end on that. That's it, huh? You don't want to do one more mansion lifestyle hack? Where are you going next week? Uh, mansion lifestyle hack. I'm actually going to be in Barcelona, Salou, uh, this uh, town south of Barcelona. I'm going to go there. We've got a big soccer tournament uh, with my daughter. Uh, she's, you know, uh, working hard at being a, a good soccer player. I think I could say this, and it, I don't think she would object. She's not the twitchiest athlete out there. Okay. No, there's Tony. But she is a hell of a worker and she listens and her instincts are getting so good. Her passing ability is is incredible. And she plays like a number six stopper role, the Tyler Adams role for the U.S. men's team. And uh, it's perfect. She's like the quarterback of, of the of the of the back line area of, of the of, of the it's, it's, it's a defensive midfielder. And her ability to distribute from there and to be able to pass forwards and backwards and be able to handle the ball and be trusted uh, where she is the glue gal on all the teams that she's on now. Um, And to see her grow into that role uh, where we're, you know, we're watching Rodri from Man City. We're sitting that he was was the best, you know, at that right now uh, in in all of soccer. Um, And uh, 
she's just really embracing it. It's the perfect role for her. Um, she also likes that she doesn't have to run as much <laughs> in this role. Uh, you, you can be super all of her cleverness and all that. It, 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 and and now we're going to go uh, and uh, go to Europe and see how she does, uh, which is going to be just, uh, you know, she's not nervous, apparently. Like, I'm nervous. I'm more nervous than she is. Uh, I also want to I want to let you know about a dynasty trade I did, which yeah, let's uh, hear it. yeah. So I'm I'm on. I have a dynasty orphan that I took over of a team that basically uh, flew too close to the sun. You ever taken over one of these dynasty orphans that flew too close to the sun? Mm-hmm. So when I took it over, it had Zeke, Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook, Aaron Rodgers, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Very old. Lost his uh, window for win now. So it was right after the window. The guy went for the championship, came up short, left the league. Typical. I'm looking at it going, I can't win. I'm going to try to win. There's no way I can blow it all up in one year. And trying to blow it up all in one year is dumb anyway. It's It's actually not optimal. So I made the playoffs. I made a run. I I, Because you never know also. You never know how good your competitors are. I didn't know if maybe I could could mix and match. Yeah, sneak Um, in. And, and, and sneak in and go on a run. I had great players. When you ever have Tyreek Hill and you have Travis Kelsey, you've got a, you've got a shot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, in the process, I ended up trading Elliott, trading Dalvin Cook, getting DK Metcalf, getting uh, Brandon Ayuk. Um, so, you know, trades that were head scratchers to some people last year, I'm now way ahead. Yeah. Right. Way Massively ahead. ahead in the process of rebuilding this team. So I was trying to rebuild it on the fly, still have Rogers, still have uh, Kelsey and still have Tyreek Hill. And I've been trying to package them for a rebuild, knowing I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go in full tank mode this year. What's the best way in a super flex league? What's the best way to go into tank mode, go and acquire Kyler Murray. That is the first priority. So I ended up, shopping these players around every team in the league no one would engage with me no one was interested it's one of those leagues and then so i finally had to go crawling to the champion who happened to have kyler murray but the problem was he also had mark andrews Mm. so i was like well he's not going to be as interested in travis kelsey he was also thinking about starting to rebuild he's like i think my window's done and so i convinced him that his window was still open if he had hill kelsey and aaron Rodgers. so then it worked out a package where i shipped this is a lot okay i'm i'm warning everybody this this happened today this is a lot this is a lot to send in a trade i sent Rodgers, hill and kelsey for kyler murray i'm on ross st brown sam darnold and Albert Akugbunum. It was. Oh, I think you could have got more. No, I couldn't. I've 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 shopped around. I I negotiated. It was Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, and yeah. Andrews. Or, I mean, yeah. sorry, Tyreek, Kelsey, Tyreek, and Rogers for Amon Ross, Sant Brown, Albert OK, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. Okay, one yep. QB league, and Sam Darnold. No, two QB. Okay, that changes things then. Yeah, you know, super flex. Oh, no, okay. no, 2QB. No, whoa. I was like, wait a minute. It had to be 2QB. Yes, okay. All because right. we are very bullish on Kyler Murray and 2QB. This actually establishes my team. The nucleus of the team is now Murray and Amon Ra and DK Metcalf. You got younger. Um, it's, so it's, I went from uh, the nucleus being Dalvin and Zeke and Kelsey and Hill to having an, a, a, a pre apex. Uh, exciting, uh, sort of uh, you know higher upside options across the board, and I just don't have any running backs. So now That's the fine. move is, the move is to see if I can get the one hundred and one and get another young quarterback, and in the process, mix and match and try to figure out running back. Yeah. Uh, I also just drafted uh, Jordan Addison, and I did a rare trade up for me. I was in the one hundred and eight. And what I did was I offered to move up one spot to the 107 because it's 50-50, whether the person goes Addison or Johnston. And if I got Johnston, that's a surefire bust. He is basically a less athletic Josh Doxson from TCU. I didn't want any part of that. I want Addison. I, I don't think it's close between these two. So I offered Herbert in exchange for Michael Carter 
thinking this person might believe Herbert's the starter, it's not going to be Roshan. So you never know if someone doesn't appreciate Roshan. So I was like, maybe he doesn't appreciate Roshan. Sure enough, he did the deal. I moved up one spot for a running back, for a backup running back swap, and is able to lock in Addison. I think it's 55-45. He would have gone Addison, and I didn't want to take that chance. To have a, a, a backup running back swap to lock in 100% chance of getting Addison is a move you have to do in that situation because I've also been in the situation where I just tried to let the the manager ahead of me fuck up and I take advantage. And guess what? He took Addison and I end up with Johnston. And it's it's a terrible feeling. And I didn't want to make that. This, there's a lot at stake with this team. I'm trying to do one of a, like a, a, a truly epic rebuild. And so I, I felt I had to make a move to get Addison. Now I really like my wide receiver core, my young nucleus of Addison and Amon Ra and DK and Ayuk. I really like that's where I'm going to build off of. I have my number one quarterback. I'm going to try to get a second quarterback and uh, start to start to play the uh, running back roulette game. For the rest of this rookie draft, I'm just going to be pounding running back, whether it's Roshan, whether it's Tajay Spears, Evan Hall. That's going to be every round. It's going right back to running back. And so it's all about solving that problem. Uh, but yeah, it was painful, but is a pain trade. You have to understand that if I waited and then the season started, suddenly we look up and Travis Kelsey's going into his age 35 season and you just can't get what you could for him now. Same thing with Tyreek Hill. What if something happens to Tyreek Hill? If Tyreek Hill picks up a hamstring injury at age 30, his dynasty value craters. Th these were risks I could not continue to take with Rodgers at age 40. Yeah, I, it, I, I had, I had, as, a I had rebuild, move. as a rebuild, it makes sense. It's tough to get rid of Kelsey and Tyreek in any league. But when you are in a rebuild and you're in a two QB league and you have the ability to get Tyler, who's much younger, Amon Ross St. Brown, who's going to be a young stud in this league for a long time. Darnold has a chance. I still think he's probably done. I don't really. Oh, no, he crazy. has contingent value for two QB. I want a Darnold in the deal. Yeah, there is contingent value there. Oh, and yeah. for those for those in the in, in, in the chat that are saying that you should have used the trade analyzer over at Player Profiler, I would like. Well, no, we, we, I did. I'm going to show it. No, no, I know. No, you put it in rebuild mode in Super. It's Flex. right there. Absolutely. Yes. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking. That's neutral. That's not even in rebuild mode. No, that's neutral. Do you want me? That's to do neutral. I'll do rebuild here. That is neutral. Let's do rebuild. Didn't change. I, I, I think. I think you have to. You have to. You have to reprocess it. Either way. Either way. It was a good deal for him. It was a good deal for me. He couldn't reasonably rebuild on the fly he had to kind of go back in the way his team was structured he had to go back in this year and and and, and go for it again and i think he can now i gave him the horses yeah. and he he gave me what i needed to to rebuild with a straight face you know what would be awesome is if you could do i don't know a platform that does i think i think you, could, you might be able to do it at mfl is doing um like contingent picks right so like if they finish ahead of wide receiver X Ooh. or tight end X, then get, you know, another pick in return. That's fun. That would be fun. That'd be fun. All right. Hey, that's it. We actually did a, an hour show. <laughs> we did. We made, we it. made it. With a, hey, that's a dynasty trade talk. I'll get you there every time. <laughs> All right, folks. Take care. Happy Father's Day. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all of this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. Swift was the name I was considering there. He's gone now. I like Dalvin Cook. I like Rashad White. Can we pick uh, Rashad White, please? Yeah, we can pick Rashad this White. This is a Rashad White pick all the way. 
Actually, you know what we're gonna do? Who else do we want? I want to. I want to drag his ADP down one pick, just because we can. Yes, we have please. The power. Yes, this is. This is. I love the attention to detail here. Do we need? We want to go Cortland Sutton to stack with Judy and uh, potentially. What about Jay? Oh man, Dalvin yeah, Cook. Though I like. I like Dalvin Cook here more. Okay. Oh, let's double tap. Oh my God! No! I did it. No! What? Oh my God! I got no. <laughs> I thought I had the cue. Billy. <laughs> Really? Okay, we got Gabe Davis. <laughs> That's not the worst thing. I was in an FFPC best ball draft yesterday with, with Dave Hubbard, my draft partner, and we get Cooper Cup at the, the eight hole. And mm. then coming back around in round two, Stefan Diggs falls to us. Oh, come on. See, this is the thing. The cup of the eight hole wasn't bad enough. <laughs> Diggs went, where'd he go in this draft? He went at the 109. Why did you draft Gabe Davis there? What the hell? I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> I don't quite get it. It was a mistake. <laughs>